the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so We are live from Cigar like Night. We are in so Lyle, 1600 Ogden Avenue, Lyle, the humidor. Wonderful, wonderful people own this humidor. It's a fantastic cigar store. Very excited about Cigar Night. Really am. We're going to talk with Dennis Prager, a six foot one Pee Wee Herman, calling himself Dan Proft, among other listeners in the audience. I can't wait to do it. But in the meantime, we are going to point out the corruption, the mafia of the Democrat Party, the open and notorious political persecution therein. And we're going to start with an employee of Trump Real Estate Company company that's very diverse, has multi-facets to it. And this gentleman has worked there for 40 years, 40 years. You see, he's not in a government municipal pension incubator where he's getting uh, stretch marks on his earlobes from stuffing portillos in his face six times a day waiting for his pension to kick in, his mystical, magical pension, so he could retire like somebody that actually made millions of dollars. He didn't do that. He liked his job. Never really wanted to retire. Just wanted to stay with the company and expand it. And the company loved, loved his loyalty. Loved the fact that this man, for 40 years, got there every day early, stayed every day late, didn't know what a weekend was. His name is Weisselberg. Mr. Weisselberg helped build a multi-billion dollar company. And with that came benefits. He was able to live in a property that they owned. He even drove cars that they owned. And for his loyalty, the company gave him money to pay tuition for his grandkids. Isn't that wonderful? The government says that all of that stuff is taxable. So they are going to position themselves to make Weisselberg look like a criminal. But what they don't want you to know is in mafia-run sewers like the sewer of Chicago with that freak mayor, there's how many gas carts? How many Guido Sarducci's driving around? How many union thugs? How many contractors have gas cards for the city of Chicago? How many vehicles does the city of Chicago have? How about the state of Illinois? How many vehicles? How many gas cards? Does anybody have any idea? Are they paying taxes on that? How many vacancies that we think are vacant that a connected wannabe gangster with love handles on his neck are occupying with their side girls every day? How many of it is going around. See, when the government gives cars, gives gas cards, gives real estate, because you know the government, ironically, the largest landlord and the largest tenant. Does anybody review the books? Who reviews the books? 
It certainly isn't their Gestapo, their KGB called the IRS. Oh, no, it's not. They only point that fascistic entity of political apparatchiks and loyalists at the political opposition because Weisselberg worked there for 40 years. Was this ever a problem? Would it have been a problem if Donald Trump decided not to run for president? I don't think it was because back then, Donald Trump and Trump world was bribing Democrat mafia members like Nine Finger Rahm Emanuel, hiring their scum wannabe gangster lawyers like Ed Burke. And they did it in New York and New Jersey and California and everywhere there's a Democrat roach to be bought, a whore, they bought him. And they never really had this kind of problem. Not at all. Otherwise, Weisselberg would have, would have uh, uh, been privy to this kind of intimidation in year five when he started to get cars and benefits from Trump Organization for being not only a fantastic employee and loyal as it could be, but somebody who produced value for the company. But the government gets to say, no, you didn't. Because what they're really saying, the property isn't Trump's. It's the government's. They allow him to pretend he owns it. Just like in Illinois, they allow you to pretend you own your house. But each and every one of you that are not in the organized syndicate of labor and are not an employee of Illinois or Cook County or the sewer of Chicago, every one of you that are not, owe the pension system 48000 per citizen in Illinois. 48000 you owe it. Now, the government has to figure out a way to get you to pay it. But to their employees, to their loyal Democrat base, to their mafiosa, none of what they get is taxable. Only what you get is taxable. Because through that taxation is how they can pretend, pretend to have money and pretend to have control. What they really have is a fascistic tyranny that makes an employee sound like a criminal for benefiting the company he worked for for four decades. That's almost as long as Blinky. Where is Biden? Is he still alive? Google, is Joe Biden still alive? Because uh, nobody's seen this idiot until he, uh, uh, except for when he signed the bill that gave billions of dollars to their own mafia money laundering scheme. Uh, Aaron Weisselberg is charged with accepting more than $1.7 million in off-the-books compensation. So what are $1.7 million over 40 years. How much is that a year? I'd like to see what some low-level kiss-ass to the Democrat mafia. Let's pick one of those connected wannabe gangsters that drive Ed Burke around. I want to see what he spends in gas on his gas card a year. I want to see if the car he drives is something he paid for or if it's provided for by the sewer of Chicago. You know how they get that little tiny mayor driving around in that big suburban in a child seat in the back? We own that car. Who gets to drive it all the time? Dakota saying happened there. For 15 years, Diane, prosecutors with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office said Alan Weisselberg ran a scheme to help the Trump Organization avoid taxes by paying certain executives off the books, including himself. And See, now I love how it's positioned by the, by the talking mannequins, these idiots who were too ugly to go to Hollywood but had dreams of stardom as they regurgitate lines rather than report the news. They're called the media. When a company owns assets, it has the ability, it's in the bundle of property rights, of ownership, to decide who gets to use said property. But the American government views itself to be the Soviet Union, and they get to decide what you can do with your property. Does that make sense to you? Free country, my ass. 
And that he was able to avoid, prosecutors said, nearly $2 million in taxes because he was paid in things like an apartment, a luxury apartment, a couple of Mercedes-Benz cars, one for himself, one for his wife, tuition. No, 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 no. See, they said paid. Didn't you, you talking mannequin that you wish you were Brad Pitt? He was compensated, you stupid son of a dog. It's different. But how are you going to have this argument? Who are you going to have it with? The DA who was elected to her office by guaranteeing persecution, not prosecution, persecution of Donald Trump and his corporation? How many guidos have, uh, have their companies that donate to this buffoon they call a mayor? How about that developer, the one who threw the $5,000 a plate fundraiser in Winnetka? How much property does he get to use and not claim for taxation? How about his employees? Do you think they'll face the same scrutiny? How about those fat slobs? who pretend to be uh, cement contractors that are doing the Jane Byrne. How many employees are driving around in company trucks? Are they claiming it as a benefit on their taxes? Well, it doesn't matter because the American KGB, called the IRS, they're not going to look into them because they're Democrat contributors. So they'll circumvent all of these rules that the political opposition will be broken and bankrupted from at a private school for his grandchildren. Other executives were paid with similar perks, and, and they never paid taxes on it, allegedly. Weisselberg is due here. That's interesting, huh? It's interesting. Never paid taxes on it. Let's go to a guy who I know worked for the city of Chicago. Let's go to a Chicago Democrat. Jim, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Sean. How are you? I know you want to get out your speech, and I'll let you get it out, but I'm going to ask you a question, okay. Jim. I just, want, I just want to, is Trump taking any commissary money for those Bruce Suckers that they're doing five? Listen, put your notebook Five to seven years. Thing. I'm asking you <laughs> no, a question. Hey, dummy. Go ahead. How many guys do you know that kiss the ass of that buffoon daily with that Frisbee-sized head that drove around in city of Chicago cars? How many guys do you know that still have their city of Chicago gas card? How many? Yeah, yeah, he's probably one of them. He's probably one of them. See, because that's commonplace in these Democrat mafia towns. That's called clout, right, Jim? And that's how you get these 450-pound cream puff connoisseurs to pretend to be municipal workers. And all they got to do is, in some cases, not even go, but all they got to do is sit in one of those incubators for, what, 20 years? And they get to retire on the mystical, magical pensions that bankrupt everybody. Do they ever pay real taxes? And all of the city-owned property that they get to take advantage of. No. Wrong. Only the private sector, only the private sector that challenges the mafia has to pay that compensation for taxes. And there's not a Democrat scourge or a never-Trumper scum that will even bring it up. In court any minute now, set to plead guilty to a 15-count indictment. He's going to plead to all 15 counts, we're told, and then he is going to have to testify against the company where he has worked for more than 40 years. We've also learned, Aaron, that this expected guilty plea is part of a plea deal. So what do you think both Weisselberg and prosecutor... So this 80-year-old man, this 80-year-old businessman, who worked for a company for 40 years is going to go to Rikers Island. Rikers Island. How many gang-banging, fentanyl-dealing, Democrat-based scum were caught with guns shooting in the crowds and are back on the street the next day with zero bail? How many? How many, what do they call it, ghetto shopping, also known as looters? How many looters are in prison 
that broke windows and strikes. How many people who beat people and stole their money? How many drug addicts, scum, homeless people are going to be out on the street, not in Rikers Island? Let's ask another Democrat scum in Pennsylvania. This is the idiot who had, what did he have, a stroke? Doesn't matter. He doesn't need IQ points to be a Democrat elected official. What's his name? Fetterman? Let's listen to this idiot. I think it's important that we as a society have all the options on the table, including uh, needle exchange, which is only technically legal in Philadelphia. So wait a minute. The drug addict scum that you want to tax the people to provide needles for their hair on instead of instead of arresting the hair on dealers. Are they going to have to pay taxes on the needles? Are they going to have to pay taxes on the free food and the free clothes and the free housing? Are they going to have to pay taxes on anything? Or are those your chosen base, you Democrat scum? So you get to decide who has to pay taxes on things that they get that you deem of value. See, that's why it's almost better off. You know, do you realize how, how successful I could have been if I wanted to be a scumbag, Eric? you have any idea? You don't think I could have one of those pretend cement companies? How about one of those... Uh, how about one of those window cleaning companies? How about anything to do with the Democrats? Oh, I know, I know. I could have had a plumbing company and poured Drano down the CPD schools and charged $9,000 a shot. Never been investigated. All I would have had to do is donate to a Democrat scum. The nice thing about Democrats, they're not even expensive. You could buy one of these whores for five dimes. That's it. I'll get every contract I want. Maybe I should just chuck it. And just go right into the Democrat mafia construction business, cleaning business. All I need is one of them CPD contracts. Huh? Might get a car. Might get a gas card. I wonder if I'll get more than Weisselberg. I know I won't get any time. Just buy Ed Burke. How's that scumbag doing under indictment? When's he go to trial? Yeah, a week after he's dead. We'll be getting out of this. So Weisselberg is going to uh, have to serve, we think, uh, five months in prison because of this. It's not the 15 years he faced. I wonder if Mike Madigan, the gangster yard gnome, you think he'll do five months? I don't think he'll go to trial. As, as, as for Zoot Suit Eddie Burke, he ain't going anywhere. What about Dick Mel? Talk about getting away. He's still, was he on a golf course, Dick Mel? Got his daughter following him around in his clothes, pretending to be a man? 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The summer wind. Here's my guy. Came blowing Live from the humidor. From they got us tucked away in a back sea. closet. I thought, I, thought, I thought we raided. I, I mean, last year we had the VIP. I had girls walking and bringing me cigars and drinks. Now, I'm like a... I'm getting treated like a Democrat. You know, the, uh, you think this is about Trump and the taxes. No, no, no. This is the ideology of private property versus government control and ownership of everything. You see, when the Trump organization buys the Mercedes, it paid taxes on it. When it buys the gas that goes in the Mercedes, it pays taxes on it. When it has an apartment that it owns, it owns it. It pays taxes on it. It gets to decide who gets to use it. Not the government, not Democrat scum, because what they get to do is pay off their loyal mafia members and keep their constituents fat, happy, and safe. They're never going to have to face the IRS. Weisselberg didn't steal or avoid taxes on anything. He's being politically persecuted, and it's unjust. 
It is unfair, and it is prima facie evidence that this is no longer America. Not even close. That car was Trump's entity. He could burn it, and the government could say jack squat about it. How about Pete Buttigieg? He drives around in a Suburban. Does he claim that on his taxes? I wonder. No, he doesn't have to, right? He's a Democrat Mafia member. How about all of them? I'd like a forensic audit of all of them. Potentially. And so prosecutors are going to get the benefit of his testimony against the Trump organization in this compensation scheme. But, but there, there is a deficiency here, well, he I think. This was never the case that prosecutors really were after. When they first charged Weisselberg, I think they hope he flipped against the former president as part of a broader criminal investigation into... Look at you, mannequin. You stumbled on a fact. That's misuse of law. And every political whore and pimp that's in on that scam, they're the ones that should be in jail. Not an 80-year-old productive producer for a company. Not even close. But there's always going to be the never-Trumper scum in the Democrats. And they'll always have something to say. Right, Tom and Deer Park? Oh, God. Holy... Shut up. Idiot. That's an idiot. Tom and Deer Park is an idiot. They hide under that libertarian thing. He doesn't give a rip about right and wrong. He's no better. In fact, he's worse than a Democrat scum because the libertarians, the never Trumpers, they know the difference between private property ownership and government control of everything. And he'll sit there with his thumbs in his ass because he likes that it's being misused against Trump. He's a piece of dung. Tom, I told you a thousand times. I blocked you on my personal cell. Stop listening to the show and stop calling. You're not good enough. You're a never-Trumper, which is worse than a Democrat scum, because you know the economics of why you're a fascist pig. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Well, you know uh, what you're talking about, Right on the money and everything, but it is—it's enough to make a, make you sick. I tell you, I, I, when I'm thinking about, no matter what we do, we don't have a chance with these people and everything of uh, taking and uh, getting ahead anymore or doing anything. Friend of mine and I were talking today, and we're thinking one of the things is uh, should we should we register as Demo Democrats and basically pretend we're Democrats and everything? I mean, we do all the right thing, but, uh, you know, when we, when we can you know hide in the booth and everything. But to try to take and shake these, because no matter what. You mean like the Democrats that flip to Republican to try to save Moleface Cheney? Yeah. 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 I don't know. You know I mean, I, I'm going to tell you what. I won't go near a Democrat. I certainly would never even pretend to be one. I think they're the scourge of the earth and the destruction of every country that their philosophy has ever touched. I think it's more important to stay stay with a philosophy of Americanism. I think it's more important to leave the Republican Party than I do to join the Democrat Party. That's what I think. How about independent? Can you re register I, as an no, independent? I still, I'm going to stick with the Liberal Party because I believe in American principles of individual liberty. I am the Liberal and I'm tired of letting these fascist pigs, these Marxist mafia members, these incompetent socialists and bald-faced communists hide in the Trojan horse of liberalism. It's time to take that word back so that everybody knows what they are. Because here's the other thing. If you're waiting for people who vote Democrat or people who live in Illinois to catch on, you aren't going to live long enough, kid, because they're all in on the bull dung. Listen to this. Is that fatso? 
That's that fat pig pretending to be governor, trust fund baby. He has to bring a cheat sheet. You have to bring a cheat sheet because you're lying through your rotten teeth, you stupid butter-handed bastard. That's why you have to bring and a, a cheat sheet. And a bag to catch the puke. And they're going to vote for this idiot again because they want something for nothing. That's why I don't want to even associate with them. So I don't want to do strategy and flip to their party. Their party needs to be run from and let them feast among their own failure. Call it Chicago. Drew in Naperville. Hey, Sean. Uh so I think, first of all, I I am for tar and feathering and running them back out of the town on a rail. If only we had that kind Those of courage. Were, yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Um, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned Pete Buttigieg's um, Suburban. Who pays for all of their second residences in Washington, D.C. when they are allegedly there on the people's business? Pay they get an allowance. That? They get an allowance. No, that's okay. They get an allowance. And not only that, they get help from their campaign. But the real question is, Joe Manchin lives on a $3 million yacht named Almost Heaven, right? Never worked a day in his miserable life. He makes 175000 a year, which is a lot of money, except when you take away the taxes on it. Now, you, what are you really well, operating under? Maybe if he's got a good accountant, a buck fifteen. How do you live on a $3 million yacht? How do you do it? Well, because you're plus, a corrupt bastard. And you know where they never pay taxes? On their campaign coffers. And all they need is a pack and all different kinds of legalized, corrupt ways to funnel that money to all their wants and needs. And that's how they are richer. The real 1% are government employees, government deciders, government overlords, and the government mafia. They're the one percenters. Not a guy busting his ass, making four or five hundred thousand a year. He's the guy that makes the world go around. That's who you are robbing, let alone when they're billionaires. You realize the well, property no taxes Trump pays? Forget about all the other taxes. You know the property taxes he generates. That's so these municipal hacks like Jim in Chicago can sit on his fat ass and pretend he was a man his whole life instead of some Please, kiss ass to the Daily Crime family. That's what he was. That's what they all are. I'm so sick of pretending they're men. They're not. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate the call very much. How much time? Did I go long? I don't want it. All right, Kevin in Austin, Texas, you'll go first with your rhetorical point after this. I'm too fat. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, I bought my mother a car. She died in 08. Boy, I can't remember if she filed it on her taxes. Bought my cousin a car. I don't know if he filed it on his tax. My kids, and then I let him live in an apartment. I sent him to school. I wonder if they file it on their tax. Oh, my God! I'm a tax cheat. What do they do to the people when they steal their money? What do they do with the money? A couple of days ago, yesterday, the president, two days ago, the president signing the, uh, the IRA. Get it out, you drunk. Not to be confused with anything going on in Ireland, but the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. In Ooh. that bill, he has $60 billion for diversity as we meet the challenge. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You took $60 billion away from the American people for diversity? Well, what are you going to do with the money? You saggy dimwit. What are you going to do with the money? Why don't you fund it? You've been stealing from the people front-running policies for decades, you old hag. 
I'm getting sick and tired of it, but it's a good learning experience to decide what exactly these crooked bastards are doing with the money they steal from honest people. Because whatever money they're going to charge this man, Weisselberg, in the five months he's going to do in jail or whatever the hell it is if he lives through it, they waste it. They steal it. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I hope we can have a little back and forth and you don't cut me off before I finish. But There's no guarantees I, I, on my I, show, kid. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I hope you drank one of those 120 lights because I know your blood pressure is probably going to go no, up. My blood, I'm always like this, brother. I sleep like this. This is Everyone <laughs> says that. This is how I am all the time. Go ahead. I believe it is. So you like Joseph Saravino, right? Yeah, very much. He's going to be on the show later. Okay, so and he's one of those like 30% of Republicans that you think are trying to do the right thing. And, and, and try to help change things. In yeah, Illinois. wait till you hear what the Illinois Republican fat ass gangster. They abandoned him. him. They yeah. abandoned him. So yeah. wouldn't it make sense for people who are listening to you are like minded, have your philosophy, volunteer and help Joseph Savino and uh, candidates like well, him at thirty percent? They're already going to try to get involved vote for him, and they're going to help him. But I want to do it under the Liberal Party. Take your elephant and shove it oh, up yeah. your ass, you crooked Republicans. Take old lady face Mitch McConnell and his Matahari wife. Take that dimwit out of California pretending to be the leader of the Congress, and take them all and go flush it. I'll go back to the people agree. who believe in principles, integrity, and Americanism. I don't I'm, want to be associated with the Republicans either. Did that conversation go the way you thought it would? That we, I, I'm in a complete agreement that we have to change it. But when you're talking to Prof and whatever you have in the cigars tonight, I hope you guys discuss this uh, precinct strategy as far as changing the Republican you know, Kevin, Party. You keep I got it. If I have to associate with that pencil neck, narrow shouldered, slip and fall scumbag <laughs> attorney. If I have to associate with the guy who stole Ken Griffin's money, if I have to associate with the, with the Irvings, they could no, go kiss my perfect ass. I give you this, you nothing. So, no, I don't buy your precinct strategy. The Republican Party can go scratch. I'm part of the Liberal Party. Mark Oaklawn. Hey, Sean. I tell you what, you know, I, I used to be a big fan of Don Rickles, you know, comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, Don Rickles passed away, but... I tell you what, he used to get after everybody, and, and you're, you're awesome. Me you're, you're like a young Don Rickles. I'm really impressed. <laughs> he was an ugly you know? son of a gun, but all right, I'll take it. He was good. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, yeah. just just talking about uh, uh, you know all the the shootings in Chicago, and I've lived in Chicago, not in Chicago, but no clone all my life, and uh, uh, you know, it used to be a badge of honor to be from Chicago. Now it's like. Uh, people say you're from Chicago. I don't want any part of it. You know, it's a it's, national it's, uh, joke. People uh, run from it. You. Really is. Yeah. You know. You know. John and and all these young kids are being shot at that are going to school. They can't even go to school anymore. There's been there's been more shootings, deaths in Chicago than there have been uh, COVID deaths nationwide for children under 17 years old. I mean, Mark, hard, I have hard, a clip from yesterday. And um, the kid was left behind. His family went on vacation. I started to play it yesterday. It is so upsetting because I watched the clip, and you see his mother, and you see the pain, and all that they're going to think for the rest of their life is if only I got my kid out of the sewer of Chicago because he was a good kid. He wasn't a gang-banging scum. Those are always the ones that pay. The gang-banging scum have the protection of the Democrat mafia. Whoever shot them, they're not going to talk about it. In fact, Mark, you know what? You inspired me. I'm going to play the clip. And you're 100% right. I couldn't agree more with you. I want to thank you very much for calling. Thank you. 
He also got Jerome Corsi's book. But this is this is just a nauseating story that I, I'm going to push through it. These Chicago kids are getting free school supplies no, no, this no, no. year. Where, the where, average where, American where house. Honey bunny. Where's my clip from yesterday? Uh, I can't find it. You find it, honey bunny. In the meantime, uh, Philly crime. Something has to give. Something has to give because Philadelphia, I mean, anywhere you go, it's a problem. But Philadelphia is really getting out of hand. Fear is growing in West Philly. Carmelo. Oh, that was my point that they're all Democrat cities are the same. Here's the story. A promising student at Urban Prep, now a life cut short. The family of Andre Smith says he had just got done playing basketball when he was caught in the crossfire of two groups and shot and killed while his family was hundreds of miles away on a trip he was supposed to be on. I'm mad that he was taken from me. And, and I couldn't be there with him. A mother's worst fears coming to fruition. They can't go to the park. He was playing basketball. During what was supposed to be a time of family bonding in Florida. We were on vacation and Andre couldn't get off work, so he couldn't come. Instead, the trip was cut short and Candace Washington back home now reeling after the bond between her and her oldest son, Andre Smith, was torn apart. And his stepsister called me and said, Andre is shot and he's not moving. And the best part they went and got his stepfather. They, they, they the won't let nobody approach him. Tell so who shot. It happened Sunday tell. afternoon near his house at the Alt Gelt Gardens Homes. Police say someone in a burgundy SUV pulled up and began firing. Another group then returned fire. And then he got so it's a war zone like Afghanistan. They won't tell. Do you know why they won't tell? They won't tell because they, they know. They do not have the protection of the law. The shooter has the protection. That's what it's like to live in a joke, in a Democrat sewer, where the prosecutors don't go after the real criminals. They go after taxpayers. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. What the hell is he doing? Squirrel, is it is it Christmas? Uh let's I mean I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta I wanna finish. I wanna finish the clip. Caught in the middle. He was trying to run home. Were they targeting that person? Were they trying to target somebody else? You know, we don't know. The people obviously who returned fire at the SUV are not cooperating and we don't have them identified yet. Uh so it's a- So if you fire Hours later, we don't have you identified yet? Uh, How's that work? They're probably afraid to arrest them because you saw what happened with the 16-year-old who had the gun in his man bag, how he's getting protested. Did you see that silliness, the ridiculousness? They're protesting the police because he had a gun in his man bag and ran. Little 16-year-old kid caught a few shots to the face. Now everybody's up in a roar. I want money. They'll tolerate the chaos in Chicago. As long as they get money. That's how you know you're dealing with Democrat roaches. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean, I'm getting ready, and I'll be there to stand behind you in case any of these scumbags from Deer Park or Chicago want to give you any golf, buddy. No, we'll be all right. You're getting ready. You know, I saw the size of you. Don't forget to powder. <laughs> you better powder all kinds of private areas because it's going to be a hot, sweaty night. Nobody needs you sneaking like Lincoln. In the meantime, in the meantime I am... Uh, I'm really at the point where we need to focus on the principles of things because we're getting dragged into the deep waters of Marxism, the deep 
waters of fascism. And the idea that we are allowing these politicians to openly brag about wasting our money while they also brag about taking our money is the destination of serfdom that Hayek wrote about. It's not the road to anymore. We are here. And to hear these people brag about nothing other than destroying the economy, about casting us into debt, and about guaranteeing the extortion of our labor. Of the climate crisis directly connected, as you mentioned, uh, to what we're doing here. There isn't a climate crisis, you drunken whore, political. There isn't a climate crisis. There is a swindle afoot. And you're using various emergencies, various frauds on the American people while distracting them from the real problem. You're stealing their money. How Trump conducts his business affairs and Weisselberg, ever the loyal soldier, is not going to cooperate against the former president himself. He because he didn't do anything wrong. This overarching innuendo that there is a crime afoot. There is no crime with a man fighting to keep his own money or enriching his employees with compensation other than currency. There isn't a crime. The crime is the persecution of political opposition. That's the crime. And there's not a one of these Democrat mafia members that's going to even see a courtroom, even when you catch him red-handed, right? Ed Burke, I hope that son of a gun. How's he feel? Does he have COVID? How's he doing? Has he got the shots? Has he got boosters? How's he doing? How about the wife? Supreme Court justice in Illinois. Of course, that's how you get people to, to beg and cheer for their slave masters. We delivered raising the minimum wage to $15. Here's a, here's a trust fund, baby, that if his mother didn't know who to give a lap dance to, this scumbag, would be, it would be important to him, the minimum wage. Minimum wage covers about 6% of workers. Tops. 6%. That's when you include children and older people who decide to go back to work. And I think, I think that statistic is high. That was what it was going into COVID. But they get to cheer because when you're a Democrat, your goals are low, your standards are low, and your IQ is low. To work in this state, yeah. we expanded health care to 150,000 more people. Yeah. What oh, about God. the millions of people that have been paying the 400% increase since you implemented Obamacare? Who did you extend it to? Did you extend it to more of your base? You mean people like Fetterman want to do? In Pittsburgh, and even safe injection sites that are being considered, like, say, in Philadelphia. I'll never See, this is what happens when the scourge have the attention and are the special interest of the political mafioso. Because what Pritzker knows, the fat beanbag pig that he is, all he's got to do is give a little bit something for nothing, and they'll keep him in. You're a leader in clean energy. You've got 14 nuclear reactors that are not on. You've got 14. You've shut down the coal industry in Illinois. Yes, Illinois had coal. They don't even know it, the stupid Democrat morons. Not to mention oil. He saved lives and livelihoods. Talk to that mother in Chicago, fetzo. Why don't you call your wife in Florida to see how a good state's run? 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. 
He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I, said, I don't know of like anyone that wants to harm so nature, wants to harm the earth, aside from the various militaries around the world. I don't know of anybody that uh, wants to hurt the planet in any form. All of us want to help Earth. No question about it. However, I'm also aware of every great swindle, every great con artist. They need somebody that has virtue that they can take advantage of. That is exactly how I see the green energy movement, as I call them, eco-Nazis. From their frauded data to their incorrect, skewed models, not to mention their cap-and-trade system, carbon credits, ESG. It's all a fraud. I've played for you clip after clip. California, Utah, New Mexico. Wildfires set by arsonists that have been weaponized against the people. I wanted to bring on an expert in the field. His name is Dane Wigington. He is uh, of Geoengineering Watch. He is the lead researcher. Dane has been in this industry. I mean, his background goes back decades in the solar energy and was a former employee of Bechtel Power Corporation. You know Dane Wigginton. You've seen him. He's been all over the place. He's putting up the good fight against the real misinformation, the one that's coming out of our government. Dane, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Good, Sean. Thank you. And thank you for your continued help with pointing toward the sky and what's happening there. And I, I certainly concur with you with all the swindles and cons that are going on with carbon credits and the notion that green energy is going to save us. It's not green. It's not renewable. It, it can be better. My background in solar, I work for Bechtel Power, the largest engineering firm in the world. My home was on the cover of the world's largest renewable energy magazine, but that's what got me into this battle, losing massive amounts of my solar uptake from climate engineering operations that we're told are to mitigate the warming of the planet when they're actually radically accelerating it and the entire so-called green community, all the so-called green organizations, not willing to address this issue because they don't want to lose their nonprofit status. Dane, um, this is something that um, when you see that this is a trillion-dollar industry, the money is astronomical. The limitations on how the money is used, wasted, stolen, there are no consequences. But moreover, what we've entered into now, this is a weapon of control, to destroy and encumber the individual liberty, corporate property rights, individual property rights. This needs to be stopped. And I have clip after clip, Dane, from California to Utah to New Mexico. All fires burn thousands upon thousands of acres, all started by arsonists, and nobody is aware of it. They're blaming global warming. It is driving me crazy. It's like they're immune to fact. And this is not... An accident. This is an orchestrated weaponization of misinformation. Am I wrong in that assumption? Right. In a, in a very general context, context, very writing. And some of those arsonists are the U.S. Forest Service. And we know the backburns that they initiate 
are all too often the source of cataclysmic wildfires, just like what happened in New Mexico this year. What I want to stress is that although, yes, there are disaster capitalists making money all along this trajectory, which we would expect, I want to stress this. The damage that has been done to the planet is very real, very immediate, with climate engineering at the top of the list of that damage, but by no means the only source. We've been very bad stewards of the planet. But again, there could be no legitimate discussion, whatever person's perspective is on the climate, or the state of the climate, whatever side of the fence someone's on, there's no legitimate discussion without addressing this biggest single piece in the equation by far. And I want to stress this, Sean, let's walk away from the climate argument altogether for a moment. What they're spraying in our skies are completely toxic. We now know as of about a week and a half ago, we have peer-reviewed study to prove it, that there is no uncontaminated rain on the entire planet. There is no rainfall anywhere on Earth, including the top of Mount Everest, the frozen precipitation that falls there, nothing that's uncontaminated at this point with not just any contamination, but PFAS forever chemicals. Everything contaminated with forever with forever toxic chemicals. And now let's add the climate engineering elements on top of that. Aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, graphene. This is an unbelievable toxic mix raining down in our precipitation. And if it's in the precipitation, it's in the air, which means we're breathing it. So even if we walk away from the whole climate discussion, we're breathing what they're spraying, and it is killing us, period. And, And this is not even taking into account whatever biological experimentation we certainly must assume it's taking place, Sean. We, we know as of 1977, based on historical records, there had been at least 239 open-air biological tests conducted by the U.S. military on innocent, unknown civilians. At least 239. That's just what we know of. How many have happened since? And again, for those that wave their flags and pretend that those who control the U.S. military are looking out for them, time to wake up. Dane, you know why I was excited about having you on two days ago? day before yesterday, actually, um, there was a test done by the U.S. military outside of California where they tested Minutemen rockets capable of carrying nuclear weapons, and not a news story on it. Not a news story in this country. I had to get the news story from somewhere else, another country. We see as the same politicians, these political whores, who tell us that we must change our lives to protect the climate send $60 billion to the most corrupt Eastern European country on the planet. Only 30% of the weapons go to the intended swindle that they're telling us. 70% are stolen, along with the money. We see in the news that these same Ukrainian soldiers that we had to send our guys there to teach them how to use a bazooka are all of a sudden blowing up refineries in Russia and chemical plants. This can't be good for the climate. What happens to everything that's burned up in the refineries and chemical plants? Where does it go, Dane? straight into the atmosphere, adding to the exact problems I already outlined with you 100% on every single point you just made. And let's add to that, Sean. Let's add the 140-page U.S. military document geoengineeringwatch.org just found and posted. This is a formerly classified document that outlines in great detail the U.S. Forest Service, which we just talked about, working with the U.S. military to formulate the ways of preparing forests, even for years beforehand, so that they will burn with unimaginable ferocity. The, the title of this document is called Forest Fires as a, US, as a Military Weapon. Forest Fires as a Military Weapon. We just posted the entire document at geoengineeringwatch.org. Consider that. And what's worse, they're not just 
studying and examining and showing in this document sites from U.S. adversaries around the world, there are a dozen or more sites within this document studied as target regions in America. Mount Shasta, in my backyard, U.S. ally countries, Spain, Portugal, France, that are on fire right now are listed in this document. So stop and consider where we're at here. People need to wake up. The political theater is, is, is exactly that. It's the kind of politicians you just described perfectly. And their uh, hypocrisy is so incredibly transparent right now. No, it's not just hypocrisy. It's, it's unimaginable criminal and, tyranny. And, and, to make, and we're there. And to make it worse, they position themselves as virtuous. As people who are going to help, and for some reason, Dane, and I, I, this is astonishing to me. I don't care what your pretend philosophy is of, of what party you're for. Is there anybody that believes the money is the answer? Can they not recognize that the information is skewed? And all of these people that hate the American government, all the Democrats and all the left-wing people who forever hated the American government, all of a sudden are so willing to take this information when we have prima facie evidence and fact that it's our government that is lying to us. It's our government that is misappropriating their power of forests from whatever it is. It's our government that is providing weapons to blow up chemical oil refineries. Why in the world are so many Americans willing to buy this bull dung? Is it because they have managed to create a cult of, of safety through a mis, uh, 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 promotion of fear? What exactly is going on here? Okay, it's, it's a a form of cognitive bias. It's Stockholm syndrome on steroids. We have so many that are so, so tenaciously clinging to this matrix on, on which they are unwilling to let go of that they refuse to see how incredibly uh, self-destructive all this is, how, how criminal all those in power are. I don't care what side of the political fence they're on. They're all a part of the problem. The last person to draw a line in the sand politically was Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. How long did he last? Not long. And, not long. And since that point, I, I don't care who they are. I don't care what stripe they are. They're just props in the play. Maybe some are a little more of a loose cannon than others, but, uh, you know, the, the current individual that occupies the White House, not sure he knows you know, what, what planet he's on or how to string a sentence together, but even looking back past that, the notion that, that other politicians of other stripes are anything other than a prop in the play that's, whether they know it or not, is irrelevant. They are props in the play. If they were a threat to those in power, they would be in Kennedy's spot right now. They're not. And all that designed to distract from the wider horizon. And I want to give an idea of the immediacy of what we face. We face near-term human extinction. And I don't care who rolls their eyes and walks away. That's a mathematical, statistical fact. And just because Walmart's open and just because McDonald's is selling Big Macs doesn't mean it's not happening. We've lost 80 to 90% of virus insects right now, today. Species extinction rate, one and a half million times the background rate. One and a half million times. Ozone layer disintegration, which is happening right now, climate engineering, greatest single cause of that factor. The sun feels incredibly hot in your skin. It's only because it is. We're getting UVC in the surface, which is killing insects, killing plankton. We lose either one of those. We're done. We're losing both. Bottom line, at the current rate of ozone loss, we face functional ozone layer collapse 18 to 24 months. You can hide in your house if you have plenty of food, but when you run out, 
you're done. Can't go anymore. That's how close we are. Those in power know it. And here's the bigger wild card, Sean. As you just described so accurately, all those in power, you described them perfectly. They are desperate. They're not going to let go of their power. They know that they can't hide the severity of what's unfolding much longer, and you can expect them to play way bigger cards, including perhaps triggering a nuclear exchange to try and temporarily mask the totality of damage done to the planet. What a paradox that is, by creating a nuclear winter, which means none of us have any chance to make it. And they are desperate enough to do that, and we found the U.S. patent calling for that, specifically calling for nuclear detonations to trigger nuclear winter to buy some time. Dane, what's, what's amazing, you and I are roughly the same age. I think you're a little younger than me. When we were kids growing up, we were lucky enough to have um, circumvented the Cuban Missile Crisis. Throughout the, co the Cold War, the word nuclear wasn't really bantied around. The original attention to the only fat kid in uh, North Korea was because he was firing ballistic missiles. It is only within the last 12 to 17 months that the word nuclear has been bantied around, that you, they've given uh, uh, provocation to a nuclear power who we know has nuclear weapons in Vladimir Putin. The idea that the American government is, is, is fighting this proxy war is, is, is really an excuse to have the nuclear. The fact that the American government... I don't know when the last time we tested nukes. Two days ago we test them, and no one talks about it. You know, it's, it's getting to a point where are the Americans interested in stopping it, or are they just along for the ride? I, I, I was had hope that those people who f hated the government and called themselves liberal were actually that, and they were mistrusting. Yet those are the foot soldiers of this incompetency and corruption that we see from this dimwit in diapers in the White House. Uh, I was hoping that, ironically enough, those people in California that you used to hang around with and that you were a part of actually believed what they said for 40 years, that the government is not to be trusted. Yet here they are, willing to turn over all power and join the fascist movement. Are you seeing any optimism with those people you used to associate with? Not in most of the state, no. I live in a, a, a different demographic of the state, and perhaps some here, but we've been beating the drum here for a very long time. Everything we said would happen. GOG Watch the Horror has happened. They have systematically cut off the precipitation from the western U.S. They're crushing crops. That's how you control populations. They're doing the same thing in Spain, Portugal, other parts of the world. Weather warfare is the covert weapon of the controllers, a weapon with which they can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they're under assault, and they are using it day in, day out, not to mention toxifying again every breath we take. For your listeners, Sean, here's the patent number, US 2011-0005422A1. Title of the patent is Method and Apparatus for Cooling Planet. States right on it. Measure heat reaching Earth's surface, select source site, prepare source site, Detonate nuclear explosion, explosions, cause additional explosions, permit dust to cloud to spread around the planet. I, I mean, I could go on and on. This is a U.S. patent. Think, think about this kind of insanity, and the forest fires fit into this exact equation. U.S. military facilitating this. We, this document we found backs up everything we said was happening. We knew they were setting the template for these fires to burn with such ferocity. The source of ignition is another, another subject completely. You already hit on that, and you're correct. The arson, and even many times within the U.S. Forest Service itself, oops, made a mistake. Sorry, biggest fire in New Mexico history. 
again, I would argue these, these are not mistakes. This is part of the plan. And we have the document now to back it up. So the, the gravity of our situation cannot be overstated. The danger by those in power at this moment in time can't be overstated. And if the American public doesn't wake up on its bread and circus hypnosis, we're done. His name is Dane Wigington. His site is geoengineeringwatch.org. I go to it a lot. I, Dane, I, I, I so like you because you're willing to fight the establishment that you were a part of, and I feel the same way. We may not agree on, on, on nuance economic positions, but we agree on the fact that this country needs truth in government and restraints in government, and that we're being lied to, and the uh, government industrial complex has run amok. I'm telling you, Dane, I want to start a new party. I want to name it the liberal party, the real liberals, not the fascists or the Marxists or the communists, the real liberals, and I think it would go because I think there's enough people like you, like my listeners, that want the truth. I so appreciate you for having the courage to do it. Geoengineeringwatch.org. Dane, thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Again, dear listeners, our film, The Dimming, outlines everything to do with climate engineering, proves it conclusively, and drives home the gravity and immediacy of what we face, and we need everybody's voice in this battle. Thank you for lending yours to it, Sean. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. As promised, you will not hear this on American media. You will not hear it because they are censoring the atrocities. They are protecting the Leviathan. They are an apparatchik of the fascistic government we pretend is a representative republic. So they're facing economic troubles. Guess who is not affected by any of this? The Chinese military, it seems. The PLA faces no cash crunch. It has no intention of stopping its activities around Taiwan. The Chinese military has promised regular patrols around the island. The U.S. has finally decided to respond militarily. Yesterday, the U.S. tested a nuclear missile. In the coming weeks... American forces will conduct operations around Taiwan. Will this raise the threat of a war? Oh, gee, what do you think? Who knew they were testing these missiles? What about the environment? The same weapon that, are you, that is used against you to seize your money, to seize your freedom, to control and coerce your buying habits and your life itself. In the meantime, they're also weaponizing the most corrupt government in Eastern Europe. And they're firing into chemical plants, refineries in Russia. Anybody think it's the Azovs or the tornadoes? It's our CIA. It's us. So sick of pretending that these idiots have ever told us the truth. Not to mention, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Iraq? You want to talk about Afghanistan? You want to talk about Syria? You want to talk about Somalia? What's going on there? Is that bad for the environment? Jack, Edison Park. Hey, Sean. Love your show. You're you, a true man. patriot. Uh, I wanted to mention two things. Uh, first, Dane used to have a show on 560 at 4 o'clock every Saturday, and it was outstanding. I'm wondering why they don't have that anymore. But the, the, maybe they do, but I can't find no, it. No, I think Dane, well, second, Dane, Dane is really, I mean, this kid is a, a kid. He's, this man is a scientist. He has a mission. His website is his life, exposing the lies and the fraud perpetrated by our government, exactly what they're doing to us is the issue at hand, and, and all he does is work on that. 
Uh, I don't think it was a commitment. You know, it's hard to do radio. Even if it's once a week, it's a big commitment. So geoengineeringwatch.org is his passion, and that's where he spends his time. Yeah, if you, if you, if you watch his movies, you'll never look at a jetliner in the sky with a vapor trail the same way again. I but feel the same the way. Other thing too, proud to have yeah, the other thing, too, I was going to mention is with the CDC, they yeah. walked back everything. I've taken all my COVID advice from a longtime friend of mine who's an MD and PhD in virology, and he told me way back when, he said, you're telling me that we got a brand-new virus out of China. Nobody's ever seen it before. In six months, we got a vaccine for it. He said he's been working on vaccine technology for 30 years, and there's no such thing as a vaccine which creates sterilization immunity or a prophylactic for any respiratory virus. He said if that was the case, nobody would get influenza, nobody would get RSV, nobody would get pneumonia, and nobody would even get a common cold because the most of those are coronaviruses. I'll let you go, Sean. Thanks. You're a great patriot. Love your show. Thank you, brother. And the VAX, the information you're going to get from it, you can only get in Europe. His name is Dr. Campbell, and he is always exposing the frauds, the failures, and the fallacy in the pretend solution to the government-created problem. I find him to be also a wealth of information. Well, you're very welcome to today's talk. It's Tuesday, the 16th of English. August. With now, accent. we're going to be reporting on a study from Tideland looking at uh, complications after Pfizer vaccine in 13 to 18-year-olds. And as far as I'm aware, this is the first prospective study in this age group. Now, after the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine, tachycardia, a fast heart rate, was reported in 7.64% of people that had had the vaccine. Myocarditis, enlarged hearts, high blood pressure, all in kids. They all have one thing in common. They uh, took the vaccine. The vaccine that we paid for. How much did we pay? Well, we paid a trillion dollars. What are they doing with uh, the vaccines? It's, it's sad to say. I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage because nobody wants them. That's the head of Moderna, French style, $30 million into the garbage because nobody wants them. Uh, we have a big demand problem. We right now have uh, governments. We try to contact not only Seth, who is doing great work with his team trying to get demand into the countries, but also we contacted through the, Washington's in, uh, the embassies in Washington, every country, and nobody wants to take them. Yeah, there's a vaccine. Climate change is because of carbon dioxide. Joe Biden won the election, and there is no insider trading in the Pelosi household. How much bull dung are you willing to buy? Robert, Indiana. Hey, Sean. I love your show. Uh, thanks for having that, inter uh, that interview just a little bit ago. Because today, and what's funny, you're going to laugh because CNN's fake news, but today, August 18th, 2022, CNN World, China is seeding clouds to replenish its shrinking Yangtze River. They're using weather modification to control the weather. CNN, so, of course, CNN's fake news, but we've reached that, that new level in which now even the crazy left have to recognize the fact that the government can control the weather to some fashion or another. Well, they've been working on it for decades. We have LBJ uh, talking as such. Uh, Honey Bunny ha had that clip for months. I played it right here on this show, and uh, we'll effort to get it on again. Of course they have. They're, they they used to be open in their ambitions. So you, you've seen uh, angels don't play that harp or this harp. I have You not. know, they're in Alaska, they have the other radio station. They have multiple ways of playing with this in terms of being geoengineers of the planet. Robert, I wrote that down, and I will see it by the time I'm on tomorrow. I want to thank you for Angels calling. don't play this harp. Thank Angels you for your show, Sean. Have thank a good you, night. Robert. I appreciate it very much. 
You know what I love about this show? First of all, I love it. I love doing it. I love that we don't have any Democrat scum that I allow to destroy the quality of the show by putting these imbeciles, these willful slaves, or these corrupt profiteers on ignorance on the air. And I like the fact that we have callers from all over the country. We're being downloaded. How many countries, honey bunny? 27. That's big. It's big. I love when we get a call from Wisconsin. I love when we get a call from Indiana. I love when we get a call from people who know what happens when you uh, play with Democrats. Nothing good. Mike Sherville. Love your show, Sean. That guy's right about Harp. It's H-A-A-R-P. Good yes. book. Good book. Uh, I just want to talk about election integrity. DeSantis, where I live six months out of the year in Florida, is now arresting people for voter fraud for certain conditions. It should be done everywhere. If we don't have any kind of voter integrity, it doesn't matter who talks, who says what. If they could go ahead and cheat again unnoticed, they got away with it once, they'll get away with it again. Mike, the idea that, the, that, that, that government, that the media, that Democrats want me to believe that 81 million people didn't know that Joe Biden is not only a political whore for 50 years, a pay-to-play scam yeah. artist, but hasn't blinked in four months, and you want me to believe 81 people voted for this dimwit in diapers? I don't think so, Mike. Not on this show. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Good. Listen, this bill that they just passed, they have $370 billion just for climate change. How much do you think that these crooked politicians are going to get out of this $370 billion? 10%, 20%? How much it's not do you like the old days. You know what, it's, it's, it, it, it's gone up a little bit, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. They not only get the 30% kickback that the Chicago pretend construction uh, uh, unions and all the other ones give them, they own a piece of the companies that are getting the money. They're front-running the policies, which is how a saggy dimwit like Nancy Pelosi can amass. If you, if you back out her real estate, $150 million net worth, if you put forward her vineyard, her homes, her investment properties, she's closer to $300 million. It's how you can amass hundreds of millions of dollars. It is an open fraud on the American people. And she's not the only one in on it. Every congressman, every little ticky-tack lap dance girl that works for the congressman, and boy, don't get nervous, Buttigieg, I didn't forget you. Everybody connected to the scam is profiting from the swindle. And you're talking $370 billion. I say this to you, Rich. It's far, far closer to $2 trillion just since this idiot took over than it is that $370 billion. But if it keeps you warm at night... Go ahead and say $370 billion. In the meantime, I want to talk more about what they don't want to talk about. It is hard to believe who is at fault for the largest wildfire in the history of New Mexico, which continues to spread tonight and has so far injured three firefighters. The blaze, which at this point has destroyed at least 330 homes and displaced thousands, was not due to an arsonist or a pyromaniac. No, the U.S. Forest Service is at fault. You heard me correctly. That's New Mexico. Now let's go to Utah. More than 4,000 acres of Tooele County have burned, and tonight Stockton police have the man whose, quote, reckless actions allegedly caused the Jacob City fire. Oops, arson, California. Now to another natural disaster this morning, that out-of-control fire in Northern California. A man now under arrest this morning, accused of arson, sparking a blaze that's burned 4,000 acres. And oh, my God, it's climate change. 
What are we going to do about the weather? I know it's CO2. We must tax you. If only you give up your car and buy this swindle, this cell phone with wheels, everything will be better. We can save the climate. Of course, we have to strip businesses of their property, individuals of their freedom. But it's, a, it's about the fires and the droughts and the scam, you rat bastards. I see you. 312-642-5600. Only you can prevent wildfires. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. All right, listen, I'm going to give a little tip off. We have a couple of Democrats that call Sean. They don't understand because they're stupid. You're blocked, dummy. Your phone flashes. And then you go into Never Never Land. So, I mean, you know, they, it, this is the thing you have to remember. Stop engaging with these con artist bastards. If there's anybody out there that tells you that Joe Biden is legitimate, walk away. You cannot waste your time with him. It's like trying to reason Keynesian economics with people who cheer baby murder. It's pointless. Jerry, Western Burbs. Hey, Sean. Got a question for you. When was the last time in a primary election you voted for the guy that you wanted? Every time. You know? In a primary. I no, the guy, a primary, not, I not the guy that him. was not the guy that was picked for you, the guy that you wanted. Every time, and I always pick the guy that never is the is the winner. So the problem in a nutshell, it's not that we got corrupt politicians, that's a given. But you don't the election they tell you here, here's four guys picked from these four Oh, yeah, it's not an election, it's a selection is what you're going getting at. I agree with that. It's not an election, it's a selection. Like, for instance, our next guest is a guy, an outsider, a guy that didn't have to go into politics. He's, he went into politics, and he's not just being attacked from the corrupt Democrat mafia. The Republican mafia is trying to get him out of there. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to love the interview. But you're, to your with point... Your I'm, liberal party idea, I'll roll with it, because you're looking at twin sons of the same mother, not twin sons of different mothers at all I, I absolutely you're exactly right they wanted you to pretend it's different and they never want you to realize they have the same banker thank you very much jerry i appreciate the call very much and i'm telling you that's how you do it the liberal party stop embrace that word if you believe in the foundational principles of the enlightenment you can be nothing else but liberal you don't want to have a policy of force think of our policies none of them have force None of them. Their idea of our policies having force is because we don't want them to kill their unborn children, the rat bastards that they are. They don't understand. It's about the unalienable rights of the individual in your belly, you moron piece of dung. Tony, Riverside. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Tony. How are you? Ah, aggravated like yourself. What gets me more upset than anything, I thought I would tell you my dad, who was a volunteer Scout in World War II, which means wow. they go ahead of the enemy lines. I know what it hand, means. Hand, hand, hand. Well, yeah. when we, smartest man I ever knew, even though he was illiterate, always told us when we were growing up that if your gut is telling you one thing and your hair is standing on the back of your neck, don't let your head talk you out of it. Trust your gut. Love that. And says. And you know what? I'm Sicilian. We're suspicious by nature. But I get so damn aggravated with these people that don't that, that don't trust, hate us. This doesn't seem right. This doesn't. They never question anything. They just let the talking heads on the news Tony, tell them I, what they should be thinking. First of all, I love the call. I agree with everything you said. But you broke your father's rule. 
Your gut has told you to get the hell out of Riverside for decades, and you ignored yeah. it. Yeah. Now listen I, to your gut. I'll be looking you up when we finally get out. I'm, I got my 89-year-old mother living with me. And her it's all right. We take her with. We love old people. It's Florida, for God's <laughs> sakes. They'll give her a scooter. Get her out there. Come on, Tony. I got tuition payments. I'm not one of these roaches on welfare. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Come on. This can't be break already. Is it break already? People are starting to come here at the Humidor in Lyle, huh? Think Prager's here with my cigars? You know, he owes me four cigars, that Dennis Prager. It's because he's bigger than me. He doesn't know what he's in for. I'll, I'll, I'll go through that suit coat. 312-642-5600. Actually, I've got a victim of the Republican Mafia coming on next. We'll discuss that and more when I get back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next so guest is somebody me. that I'm lucky enough to know. I like him outside of politics. I've actually had a conversation. I think he's too good for the state of Illinois. I really do. He's a capitalist. He believes in the principles of Americanism and property rights and the individuality you're supposed to be guaranteed by a republic. He also understands the bastardization of the mafia that has taken over those principles and destroyed them. His name is Joe Severino. He is running for the 10th Congressional District in Illinois. He's also not just running against the Democrat mafia. He's running against the Republican one. That's my words, not him. Although, I, I, I wish to God this was the old days, Joe, and they were men, and we could meet him in a tavern to hash it out. But we can't anymore. In fact, you're dealing with scumbags who are in control of the purse strings with the Illinois Republican Party. Is that fair to say? That, that's absolutely fair, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I consider you a friend also, Sean. And uh, it, it is the situation in, in Illinois. I would have never believed uh, getting into the race that it would be so turbulent on both sides of the aisle. I didn't think that the uh, the uh, adversaries on the Republican side would be as big as the ones on the Democrat side when you're out there just to serve people. Uh, I'm now there. For- you know, I'm donating my salary back to the community. I want to do good things to bring all people along. And that doesn't uh, line the pockets of certain individuals. So they try to stymie either your candidacy or your voice. And, we do, we're, and we're fighting back. This is good news because I want to, I want to backfill for the, for the listeners. Ken Griffin gave the Illinois Republican scoundrels $50 million so they could fluff up that embarrassment of a man and the antithesis of, of, of an honest politician and the example of a corrupt one in Aurora. What it, did they ever give a, 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 an estimate of, or, or a documentation of what they spent on trying to prop that fraud up and where the rest of Ken Griffin's money is? Well, I, I do know that um, some of the other slate, one guy got half a million bucks, the other one 300000 and and they kind of apportioned or distributed it from there. So uh, $50 however, million, they, they pushed benefited. out maybe a million. Out of 50, a million yes. went to the other candidates. Yes, exactly right. Exactly and we right. don't know what they and spent on what. the idiot with his girlfriend in the pot store and his ex-wife with the contracts. We don't know what he spent on, on, that, on that buffoon. But if you had to guess... 
Could they have even spent eight million, ten million? He was out before yeah. he ever got in. He never had any momentum. He never. What did they spend it on TVs? So I mean, I'd like to know where the upwards of thirty million dollars is, and I'd like to know why that money isn't going to help guys like you, who are not part of the mafia, but represent what's best for the people. You're not getting any help from these narrow-shouldered, pencil-necked scumbags, are you? No, no help at all. Uh, no help from the, 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 I'd say the counterbalance and the, the greatness of politics and people, Sean, is that the grassroots people, these committee people, the volunteers, the door knockers, the people that care about our democracy, kind of rearmor you. They're the ones that help you stay engaged because they care about what the actual authentic mission is. However, these political leaders, I spoke to uh, 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 Richard Porter the other day, and I said, I'd, I'd like to demand that he and uh, Don Tracy step down. You know, they're celebrating all this unity. To me, it's more like opportunity. Now that their failed candidate didn't work out, now they're trying to jump on a bandwagon for Bailey. And the reality is, at the State Fair today, they asked Durkin and Brady, you know, uh, to endorse or if they're supporting or uh, 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 happy to vote for Garen Bailey. And neither one of them would answer that question. So it's still this kind of partisan politics opportunity. Because they like politics. losing. They get to raise a lot of money. They get to keep it. They all get their lobbyist family. They all get their gaming rooms and their wife's name. They all get away with it. And that's what we're really up against here and the idea that you even have to collaborate with these scoundrels makes me sick to my stomach it's why i would refuse to get involved with any of them any of the party well, that's and, why i'm and, denouncing them that yeah that's why i'm denouncing them this is a people's candidacy i'm going right to the people uh you know I, when i spoke to republican leadership i said where's the help you know we have a we we absolutely hit a home run in our uh, in our primary we had almost thirty-four thousand votes sean which is unprecedented. Yeah. We won some of the new district areas, as we predicted, by over 70%. Every mechanism in place proves we could win our race, and they're ignoring us. Or they're telling us just, you know, whatever you're uncomfortable with as far as our leadership, let's discuss it after the election. Well, there's no podium after the election, so my <laughs> voice is going to be heard and echoed throughout this entire race. And anyone I believe that self-serving, in there for their own gratification or not serving people is going to get called out. I That's love it. the reality of what this candidate's uh, candidacy is going to be. And the reality is you're in a very winnable race. You're running against a moron, a buffoon, who is strapped in scandals from one of his, uh, his, his office uh, lap dance kids going away to prison for absconding with money to all other kinds of scandals. Give us a little information of what, how easy it is to beat this failure, Brad Schneider. So, so here's what occurred. Number one, the staffer. And these are separate uh, instances, Sean, number one. So first he takes $80,000 from the MRA account of Brad Schneider. That account is for constituency services and payroll to manage his office. It's tax-funded. So his staffer takes $80,000. And this is the absolute uh, reality of what occurred. He bought a vehicle and guns. He postured <laughs> oh, that's great. an FBI. Yeah, he, bought, he postured as if he was an FBI agent. He went to Washington on November 14th. He infiltrated, while impersonating an FBI agent, the Trump rally. And 
because there were two hardworking police officers that thought something was odd about this individual, his phony license plate, the computer that he manufactured on his Ford Taurus, and thought, you know, he might be an imposter. As soon as they tried to nail him, the kid hit the lights and took off. Now, being a fugitive, still on the, uh, on the payroll of Brad Schneider, he was at the Capitol building on January 6th with access to the Capitol with his badge ID and his congressional cell phone. And we have his tweets where we are sending out, you know, love and prayers to people to be safe while this kid was running around Washington in a gun-free zone with loaded weapons. And a subsequent, subsequent search warrant, once they found out who he was, they busted in his home. And they found speed loaders, multiple weapons, and all the paraphernalia. This is, this is unbelievable. Of course it is. And, and, and that's my issue. I didn't ask the Republican Party for money. I didn't ask them for anything. I asked them, this is a freebie. This is the low-hanging fruit. Go out there and promote this for us because it's going to help our candidacy. And, they, and they're, it's remaining silent. And the reason why is because we have Mark Kirk, who's sitting with photo ops with Brad Schneider. Mark Kirk is now a Chinese lobbyist that works for a, a firm that Brad Schneider does talks for. And then the others. You mean uh, the senator, Mark Kirk, that can't do a jumping jack? You got it. Oh, a Republican who's a lobbyist for China. Where's Cheryl Burton or Alan Krasheski? Where's the uh, Chicago media? This is a big story. You got a Democrat apparatchik who worked for a congressman at the Capitol with a gun and car that he bought with the people's money. No news. I didn't see this on the news. No, and you want to know something else? They did report that he did nine months. Brad Schneider had the entire sentence quashed. They gave home confinement, and then they quashed that. Brad Schneider paid the $80,000 back. And then Where'd Brad Schneider get the money from? Daddy? Brad Schneider never worked yeah, a day in his life, well, or did his he? his wife. You know, he's a stay-at-home Brad. He's never had a job before Congress, oh. and his wife's very wealthy, so he just has to tap into her purse to bail himself out of this kind of an issue. So, However, Joe, you drag yourself out. Where did you grow up? I know, I know, but I want you to say it. Yeah, I grew up in Cicero, Illinois. Cicero, Illinois, you drag yourself up, you become a very, very successful man, and you move to a wonderful neighborhood. When all you had to do is woo a trust fund dimwit like Brad Schneider's wife, and you could have circumvented all that hard work, because I know you, you're a very good-looking guy. You should have taken the easy road. You'd be congressman now. Of course, you'd have to be a Democrat roach, but they have no standards. I, 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 I totally agree. But let, let, let me finish up on the, uh, the, the issue here. With Brad Schneider, so with this stock trade, what he did in December, he delayed a stock transaction. Nobody understood why. So he, uh, he took money out of the True Panion stock. He, um, uh, he disclosed it three months later, and he did it right before January 6th, like late December. I believe the reason they're suppressing this story, because it goes against the narrative, Sean, that these Democrats financed that riot on January 6th. So you mean there's more evidence than Ray Epps? There's more evidence than what we already know is attached to the Democrat mafia, stoking the people, creating the mayhem? Yeah. It's getting aggravating, kid. We never had an actual transaction until now that we could follow. So getting back to the kid, the FBI report showed exactly what the kid had in his home and that he did no time. And as of 422, that's this year, a few months ago, he was still working and on Brad Schneider's payroll.
And his limited sentencing was because that went against all sentencing guidelines was uh, predicated upon the fact that he still had a job in politics. It's so he embezzled the money. Going on. He bought the items. He embezzled the yep. money, bought the items. He impersonated an FBI agent, which is hard to do. Um, and he walks. Is the IRS going to investigate him the way they did Weisselberg, who worked for the Trump organization, and at least make him pay taxes on all the stuff he stole? Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's so one-sided. We can't accept. That, that's the issue here. And that goes back to our voters, Sean. You know, they've lost faith, faith in the system. So one of two things could occur. Getting back to the Republican leadership, either they help to fund your campaign, fundraise, get you headed in the right direction, or you have to go to the people. And right now the people are struggling. They can't put food on their tables or fuel in their vehicles, and they don't have a lot to give, even though their hearts are huge and they're out there working, door knocking, they'll vote, and I believe we'll win our race. But, you know, they they put them in a very precarious position to decide, you know, are we going to go out there and do what's right or just stay under our roof and kind of protect our own interests? You've got another uh, another rule against you, and that rule is individuals can only give you how much money. If I I say, Joe, I love you, I want to give you a donation, what's my max I could give you? $2,900. $2,900. Yet, if I had some political action pack, some scam, I could get a big front-running pretend trader to hand over $50 million, and all the scoundrels are in control of that money, and nobody gets to audit it. Is that about right? Yeah, that's about right. And that's the other side of it. The other dirty side of politics is the past. So you have reasonable people that you meet that share your values that want to affect change, and they're in it for their own interest because it affects their pack. So can and you- I did get topped out. So I had a guy... Uh, a, a wonderful gentleman from hey, the funniest thing I got maxed out where somebody sent me $5,600, which was the biggest donation we had 29 from him and 29 from his wife. And that came from Florida. It wasn't even Illinois. That's how bad it is. Because of this show, here, baby. So. I'm taking full credit for that. Um, I wanted to also say you can switch parties, but you can't now because you are already on the ballot as a Republican. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Are you uh, out there talking about how you want to destroy the policies of corruption that we call government that has turned the representative republic into a banana republic? And and, uh, upon winning, you will denounce the Republican Party and be part of my new liberal party? How's that for putting them on the spot? I told them, I told them if they don't toe a line, they think, who is this guy in the politics? what we do what we're going to do. We hold the purse strings. We once I denounced any involvement and and, you know, there's a lot of unscrupulous people here. Uh, there's some, huh. you know, men that don't know how to behave around women. I told them that they weren't good for the party. They keep them around. I mean, it's just like the loser's bit bracket of politics. And it's on both sides of the aisle. And you know what else makes me sick, profit, Joe? What what that, else ma- you know what else makes me sick is I know, you know, I know what you're, you're, you're good at everything, but you're a capitalist above all. And when I think of the committees... How you could straighten out the ways and means. How you could be in part of the uh, intelligence committee. Whatever it is. I know how effective you could be. But yet, you're not going to be able to get on those committees unless you buy it from old lady face in the GOP. The whole system is so corrupted that I do think there is room. Because if you were part of a new party, if you won and then switched to a liberal party, 
you could actually go on those committees without having to buy them. They would have to show their hand of corruption by keeping you off. I'm telling you, the time is right, kid. You're the right candidate. You've got the knowledge. You're in the lead. You're running against a provable scumbag. It could happen. I say you, you run on the good people, and you run saying, the minute I win, I'm no longer part of the GOP. I, what, it's not going to hurt you. They already got it in for you. You got nothing to lose. Yeah, that, yeah that's for sure. Let, let, let me also mention this. What, what, what really introduced me to politics is when they were running Urban, they asked me to endorse him. I said no. That's kind of when the relationship went south. They, they loved me as a candidate uh, until I, uh, I, I stood firm in not endorsing him. That's number one. Number two, when we were fighting, if you remember, to get Schneider off the ballot because he couldn't even fill out his petitions correctly, um, uh, and he identified at a residence that he never slept in, which is, uh, again, a, a new story uh, on its own that nobody wants to talk well, about. Well, Chicago, they're used to that kind of lying and bulldung. They love it. They like the corruption. Oh, yeah. They just want free cheese. Sure. Well, with Urban, they didn't go to bat and help me remove uh, Schneider from the ballot because they wanted more Democrats coming to the polls. And with the name like Schneider, more would show up, and they were hoping they'd vote across the aisle for uh, Irvin rather than go to bat and try to remove him entirely from the ballot. So that's what we were dealing with here. That was our first experience as to this isn't about Joe as a candidate or the people. This is about protecting their interests. Where can so right now, I'll tell you, they're having like a $50 million hangover right now. Where can the good people, the independent people, the people that don't want to be part or, or, or enrich it, the, the GOP, Illinois GOP scam artists, where can they go to help you, Joe? They can go to uh, SeverinoForCongress.com, Severino, F-O-R, SeverinoForCongress.com. They can learn more about my candidacy, send me emails, or make donations. And everything helps. Or just share it. You know, it would be great if everybody took that FBI story. It's on the internet now and started to share that. Yeah, maybe that somebody could, uh, so maybe we have somebody who sells the shoulder pads to Cheryl Burton. Maybe they could put it in her <laughs> ear. She'll keep listening to this. Listen, I love having you on. I love what you're trying to do. You are the exact right kind of candidate that can turn things around if only the second corrupt party would let you. His name is Joe Severino. He's a Republican in the, for now, in the 10th Congressional District. And if Illinois wants to stand a chance, this is the kind of guy that has to win. I really wish you the best of luck. You know I love you. And uh, anytime I can help you, you give me a call. Thank you, Sean. I love being on the show. Thanks so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The first, my yes, life, my guys. My At least in the 70s when we had this kind of inflation. just had a better climate in the country, that better music. You know, crushed velour. I don't have crushed velour anymore. Barry White, huh? Women, standards, none of this nonsense. You know, Illinois has an opportunity, a rare one. To throw out a scumbag like Brad Schneider. The idea that somebody who works for him stole money, impersonated an FBI agent, was that January 6th, and nobody gets any play. It's not on the news anywhere. That tells you what you're up against. That tells you how important it is. 
The only uh, other alternative, then, is to do what everyone's doing in these Democrats' sewer hellholes around the country. For sale signs line what were once sought-after neighborhoods in North Portland. It makes you not feel that great about living here. Many families are moving out of the city, escaping the homelessness and crime that's taking over the streets. It makes living in a neighborhood harder and just not as congenial as it could be. Greg Dilks has lived See, in North the Portland Democrats for don't 30 years. Solve this. They like to profit from it. The Democrats in Philadelphia, the Democrats in New York, the Democrats in Chicago, the Democrats in California, they're running on making it better for the scourge and the scum. Uh, I was on a panel with Secretary Wetzel uh, earlier before the pandemic hit, and he said something remarkable that I agree with. He said, we could reduce our prison population by a third and not make anyone less safe in Pennsylvania. And that's a profound statement. It's not profound. It's inaccurate. It's a lie, unless you plan on killing them. Because there are dangerous, bad caballeros out there that need to be segregated, separated, punished for their crimes against law-abiding citizens. Take a look now at the three teen boys in this video from Williamsburg. Police say they punched a six-year-old girl in the chest and then stole her scooter. Now, in Chicago, you spend 28000 per scumbag so that they could punch a six-year-old girl in the chest and take her scooter. The same kids that shot the good kid in the crossfire and all the rest of the people won't tell you the difference. See, the Democrat sewers protect those scoundrels rather than punish them and protect the little girl. Make them pay a penalty for taking the life of a, a good kid in a bad ghetto whose life was worth a million Democrat convict scum. And the Democrats that are in the lead around these Democrat hubs are promising to give them freedom and you servitude. These are the choices. Make them wisely or put up the for sale sign. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The Answer. You know, it's funny. I love this song. I like the good pick, squirrel. A lot of people are making money in this recession. The insiders, scumbags, making a ton of money. Welfare roaches, all getting massive increases. 391 in July, $500 a month here. You got kids who get $500 a month for their kids. So I have the clips of the ramifications of allowing this dimwit in diapers to steal the election. And we all knew what the ramifications would be. Massive, massive increase in costs of everything. Everything. I mean, literally everything. This year, the average American household will spend $864 on back-to-school shopping. 40%. So what? Right? I mean, Democrats don't care. Democrats love this stuff. Joe Manchin, scumbag, idiot. I, 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 I warned you during everybody loved Joe Manchin phase. He's just negotiating for more. He's a clueless inside scumbag. When it comes to inflation, is it misleading to call this the Inflation Reduction Act for Americans when it's not going to make their grocery bill cheaper? It's not going to make everyday goods cheaper for them. Why, would it, why would it? Well, immediately it's not. But I mean, we never see anything happen immediately like today. It's oh, turned- Joe, you. I know you live on a yacht and you're probably worth, what, $120 million? Uh, maybe it's 110. But yeah, you did. That's how you sold this boondoggle. On the point that you made about the timing of when people will start to see relief, 
you know, some of the provisions of the Inflation Reduction Act are going to ha- uh, help really immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, the provisions that give consumers tax rebates uh, or tax credits for uh, going out and buying more energy. See, now, to Democrats who are scourge, the trust fund baby, never worked a day in their life, the slip and fall corrupt lawyers, the judges, the land developers, that doesn't matter. They're rich. And they like the fact that they're going to get 30% rebates to give their wife the satisfaction of redoing their kitchen for the 30th time. That's fine. But for the ordinary man... Man, it's, it, it's horrible in the United States. Our uh, gas prices are horrible. Our economy is horrible. We should be doing more uh, production here, be more self-sufficient here locally. See, but those are Americans that are not on the welfare roach wagon. Those are ones that are not in the mafia to profit from this. But who else profits from this? Let's pick a couple. Saudi Arabia, profit revenue up 70%. 70. Russia, big bad Russia. And we fight the proxy war with the most corrupt Eastern European oligarch-run government on the planet. Their revenue is up 50%. 50%. That's a lot. Even a CPS student can figure that out. That's big. And it turns out that the EU makes up 61% of oil buys of Russia. Did you know that? 61%. And they just signed another deal with India. The only difference is they're not going to do it on the dollar. I almost love that. Ukraine has criticized India for buying crude oil from Russia. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba, has passed a scathing remark about India. He said that Kiev has been a reliable partner for New Delhi. But by purchasing crude oil from Russia, India is, in effect, buying Ukrainian blood. And this is what Dmitry Kuleba said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ukrainian blood that they didn't want to talk about is they killed their own citizens in the eight-year civil war that no American media wants to report on. Even though the American government had a provision, a bill put forward, that the American military would not enrich the corrupt Ukrainian military. That's all off the table now. But there's another interesting thing. Not only are the profits of Russia up 50%, guess what's up? What else is up? The production of Russian oil is up 5%. The production of Venezuelan oil up 30%. The production of those inbred murderous scum that owns the American government, the Saudis, is up 40%. That's a lot. That's a lot. And they're all making money from it. You know who's not making money? America. Our oil company, companies, our oil drilling facilities have been hamstrung. In fact, 2.2 million acres in Colorado that had leases canceled. Yet this is the second time I mentioned it on my show. And for a week, not a... Not a news organization wants to carry that news. It's almost as if Brad Schneiderman's staffer got caught stealing money. I'm quoting, every barrel of Russian crude oil delivered to India has a good portion of Ukrainian blood in it. Kuleba's response coming a day after India's foreign minister justified the decision to buy oil from Russia. Every country tries to ensure the best deal possible to cushion high energy prices. No, 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 not every country. This is what's funny. I know the accent is thick. But what she said is that every country has an obligation from the Indian foreign minister to get the best deal for their people. Does the American government have that obligation? We are being 
corrected, correctly so, by India, how governments are supposed to view what's best for their people, yet the American government cannot wait to unleash its mafia of Gestapo to extort the Americans that are not in on the Democrat mafia. Deborah, what do you want people there out there in the world to know that you know, this is the possibility. Your chances of being audited are going up. Yes, the rich might get some more audits, but middle class people are too. What should they be prepared for? Um, I was very naive about the situation. I had no idea of the power, the scope going in three years of my life, um, sitting at my living room table um, and, and me having no control over that, no control over the information he was given. Um, it was very invasive. It was very, you feel very attacked. It's the ramifications of allowing a scum political whore and his merry band of cohorts to steal the presidency. This is the reality. And it's funny. There are people out there, arrogant, ignorant, scum Democrats that call India a third world country. Boy, they sound awful first world to me. Although India has massively increased the amount of oil it purchases from Russia over the last six months, it still falls well short of the volumes purchased by Europe and China. And this is how the Foreign Minister of India had responded to the criticism last week. Oil prices are unreasonably high. Okay. Uh, not only are oil prices high, uh, so are gas prices. A lot of them, uh, you know, a lot of traditional suppliers to Asia are also diverting them to Europe. Because Europe is buying less oil and gas from Russia or can buy less and oil from, gas from Russia. So Europe is also actually buying much more uh, from the Middle East and from other sources who would have supplied India. So it is a situation today where every country will try naturally to get the best deal possible for its citizens. Every country but America, every country but America that's built on freedom, every country. I wish that Indian Prime Minister was our president. Anybody could do better than this dimwit in diapers. When's the last time he blinked? I think it was going to be 2008. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing today? Good, how are you, buddy? Good, good. You know, I want to ask you, once 2024 comes and goes and Trump will be elected president, question, <laughs> can President Trump sue the State Department, the Democratic Party, and whoever no. else? He's got the, the money. The government is held harmless. You can't sue them. You can't sue their bureaucracies. You can't sue the people who make them up. They have immunized oh. themselves, which is why they're the only ones that get away with it, and it is why I call it a mafia. They are, there are no repercussions they can have. In their failure, in their corruption, there is one result, and we, the American people, let it happen. They get more money and more control over us. And I wouldn't be so sure that the next election will be any more honest and have any more integrity than the last one in which this rat bastard stole. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. That explains your presidency, diapers. 312-642-5600. 
Ta-da! You're a Democrat. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I think the reason I'm so aggravated when it comes to Illinois isn't just Joe Severino, although that's aggravating enough. Nice elevator music. I know it's the girl from me, but it's one of my favorite songs, though. Um, it's that this fat slob of a governor is probably going to win. And the reason that I say that, everyone gets mad at me. Oh, how could you say that? Eight to one, Naperville voted against the founding principle of the country. Eight to one. What's more important to the Democrat scum? It isn't the relevance of freedom, the idea of property rights. They love when it's bastardized. They love when the weaponization of government attacks their enemies. You see what they're, how they're cheering. This 80-year-old businessman going to do five months. All the scoundrels and scumbags that get away with shooting people, selling drugs, you know, Democrat base. They, nobody goes to jail. Brad Schneiderman's staffer. Are you kidding me? You stole $80,000. $80, $80,000. You bought a gun. You faked being an FBI member. You, they could squash it. That's fracking clout, man. And all you need to do is to distract the buffoons with balkanization tactics that are ridiculous. And yet, it gets the support of the Democrat scum. Yeah! We rebuild roads and bridges and we're modernizing our airports and our schools. Yeah! We're protecting reproductive rights. Yeah! You mean killing the babies, roads and bridges. You've been stealing the people's money of the gas taxes for decades, and you've been enriching your Guido Sarducci fat-ass pretend business owners. And then you, you, you rally them with ridiculousness of killing babies and taking away property from political opponents. And then there's the other one, the social engineering of debauchery and mayhem. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. You may have known. I wonder if a minor attracted person, which is formerly known as a pedophile, in which Elmwood Park and Melrose Park have few because we duct tape them to trees and beat them with ball-peen hammers, I wonder if they spend five months in jail like an 80-year-old executive named Weisselberg. You could always distract the Democrat, though. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves. And parents will... No, what a child will know is Wrong. that their parent is a scumbag. What a child will know is that their parent is a clueless moron and all they have to do is whine and beg and then they get it. Kind of like Democrats. In fact, that's what Democrats are. Children. If no, this, is, this is preposterous. Wait a minute, what's Nancy want to do? A couple of days ago, yesterday, the president, two days ago, the president signing the, uh, the IRA. Uh, not to She's be got a little stammer. Anything. You know, Catherine Hepburn had a stammer, but it was somehow cute. She pulled it off. She was attractive. Of course, she wasn't an inside trading whore. However, Pelosi is. Reminds me of another stammer. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. My God, 81 million votes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. But the roads and the bridges, 
and the transgenders and the criminals on the street and the drugs in open air and the welfare. Sure, you don't have any freedom and sure, they're corrupt. USSA. This is the big election. We're going to decide now. Let's go have a good time at the Humidor in Lyle. Dennis Prager owes me cigars. I'm getting them. I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.